still getting into that song. I don't even care. Valor Margulis, listeners. Welcome to a special episode of Got Beef, the podcast that's the first of its name, the cutter of beef, the discourse of feuds, and the talk of fights. I am Frank the Fowl, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian the Boorish. Boorish, hello. <laughs> Jane the Juvenile. That's true. And Mo the Moronic. I mean, also true. See, because Bran, his name was bad. So we all also get bad names. I guess. That's how that works. That's fair. <laughs> if you couldn't tell already, this is a very special episode. One, because it's not been two weeks since you've heard from us. This is like a in-betweener week episode. <laughs> Hopefully just W-E-E-K and not W-E-A-K. Ha. Huh. Also... <laughs> Also, we're talking about the Game of Thrones, the final Game of Thrones, the finale, if you will, the fin, the finite, the ending of 10 years or something. 10 years. 10 years has been going on. <laughs> what was that? They just sang it to the, to the tune of Game of Thrones. 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years of Game of Thrones and the Game of the Thrones. 10 years. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> Y'all didn't know those were the actual lyrics. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So ten years for some people. Yeah. Six weeks or six months for Jane and I. <laughs> thereabouts. Yeah. When did you guys start watching it? Um, we started season three. Yeah. We ingested season one and two in about two days, mm-hmm. and then we started fresh with season three. Like the beginning of season three, like the premiere? Mm -hmm. And have you guys read the books? I read the first one. I have not. Neither have we. No. I I heard they were more Tolkien-esque. They are. In their writing style, which, that is a rough go. Yes, it is. (laughs) Tried to read Lord of the Rings. Couldn't do it. I I read The Two Towers. I was able to skip like a hundred pages, and they're still walking in the same area. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> you can get through Lord of the Rings just easily. You can just skip through everything. <laughs> See, I actually just read like every walking, 20 pages or so. Exactly. And they're walking. <laughs> oh, there's some eagles and they're walking again. <laughs> right. I, I actually really enjoyed the book once I got to the part where Ned went to Winter or left Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when it really started to pick up and you can really tell that the show didn't really follow along. But there are there are similarities, of course, but one of the main things is when Danny is Khaleesi is sold to Cal Drogo. She's thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Bran is probably six. Arya is eight. Sansa's eleven when she gets betrothed to Joffrey. Sansa, son. Well, they don't really. Our girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what little fingers here. When did you <laughs> no, they don't really touch on the ages. Well, but I mean, especially Danny, right? Like they. She could, I guess, in the story, be thirteen. I mean, Amelia Clark is not thirteen. She mm-hmm. was. She was. <laughs> She's a grown woman. <laughs> grown ass woman. She was twenty two when the show started. She was twenty two. Twenty two when the show started. God, I hope she wasn't playing a thirteen year old because that's wild. I mean, she hasn't aged since the show started, in my opinion. No, but it, I mean, the rest of the kids could be those ages. I mean, that's pretty close. They could be. It just it felt weird. I don't know why. We've watched Arya grow up, and yeah. we saw her have sex this season. So, we we won't so much encapsulate the entire series. Mostly, we're going to touch on the finale. And the reason why is because it's very lucky for us that this is the hottest thing in pop culture. We are a fledgling podcast that happens to deal in beef. And guess what, Listener. There was a lot of beef to go around with this. So much. So much. So we are going to get into it right now. Starting off, we're going to talk about, as always, our beef. Jane, what's our beef this week? Okay, our beef is, why did that dragon melt down the Iron Throne, though? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I I understand that, um, 
it was symbolism, you know, we're melting down the Iron Throne. The Iron Throne's what led to Daenerys's, you know, ultimate demise. It's what's been the evil driving force of this whole show. Of course. But why did the dragon have a specific beef with that Iron Throne? Is he smart enough to know that's what led to his mother's ultimate demise? I really don't think there's any evidence in the show to prove, to the prove that that's the, the reason why. No. So I, I, I don't understand why. I really wanted the Iron Throne to get melted down and I wanted it to be this big symbolic gesture of like the, the, uh, demolishing of this, you know, this monarchy and, you know, all of the breaking the, the wheel as they talked about. Right. A lot. You know, yeah. uh, eliminating this one king or queen over seven kingdoms and letting all of the areas rule independently. Mm-hmm. It just got melted for no particular reason, and it it really bothers me. It got melted because Drogon was like, oh, shit, that bitch got knives. My mom was stabbed in the heart. Oh, shit, that chair did it. You would still, even <laughs> even if that was the case, you would still be implying that the dragon was smart enough to say, pointy thing in mom, pointy thing on those chairs, yeah. melt the pointy thing. Even though he's been able to decipher enemies with plenty things doing bad things the entire series and been able to be like hey that guy has a pointy thing i should kill him right well and also i mean if we're talking that then we're talking about all of those innocent people that have been just burnt to death like he could have seen these are the bad people and these are good people exactly maybe don't burn down the good people right like this is a dragon that's so self-conscious and has such a deep understanding of the world that just murdered millions or yeah. thousands rather I guess no it was it was in the millions i'm pretty sure is what they said in no, the show he always said thousands I yeah they said i thought they said a million people that you burned my bad either way yeah i that rubbed me the wrong way too i i like you i was hoping it was going to happen they would come up with a clever way to make it happen right but it did it felt weird i really thought i was going to get the ending that i was i was thinking in my head which was john murders denarius because he knows that you know where she's headed and then because he is able to control the dragons he uses the dragon to melt down the throne as a symbolic gesture of we're not doing this anymore well they even alluded to it when he was going to into the castle into the keep Right. And Drogon was there and Drogon let him pass because he knew him and there was that understanding. I thought that would come into play much like so many other things (laughs) that have been teased in this season. That just didn't play out. (laughs) But yeah, it didn't happen that way. That's good. That's fair. Mo, what's our beef this week? My beef this week is No, our beef. Is with Bran the Broken. I'm mad because he basically said his reason for sending John to the wall as his punishment was because the Unsullied wanted justice for Daenerys's death. Mm-hmm. But also, as John is walking out to say goodbye to his siblings, you see Grey Worm and the other Unsullied on a ship. All of the Unsullied are gone. Yeah. So why couldn't Bran just be like, I'm going to say I'm going to send you to the wall? But here's what's really going to happen. You're going to be gone for like two weeks and then Grey Worm's going to peace out with his dudes and you can just come back. Mm-hmm. So I basically is the Unsolved Leader leaving. Why does John have to go to the wall? I think Bran was afraid that he would, just like Daenerys was, that he'd be a threat to the throne. So John has come out and said multiple times that he doesn't want it. And I believe it. So did Bran. Yeah. <laughs> also, <True. laughs> if you're worried about John's safety, which I could understand like Probably half the people in King's Landing, like the uh, Dothraki, wanted her, wanted him dead. Yeah. Send him to the north with Sansa. Just have him be a ward for Sansa or something. I just, I was happy with John's ending. I just wasn't happy that they sent him to the wall for Daenerys' death. Well, either way, it, Grey Worm said he wanted justice for the murder of Daenerys. And it still doesn't seem like the punishment should have been enough for him. Like he should have wanted either John be dead or at least imprisoned for the rest of his life. Right. Instead of being sentenced to a place that he already was. Also, you're talking to a dude who has no dick and being like, no, it's fine. He can't have sex with women. Yeah. (laughs) That's not going to resonate with Grey Worm. No. Question. (laughs) Why couldn't John just demand a trial by combat? 
I suppose Bran he could have. Want that? Fuck Bran. Well, make yeah. The rules? He He's probably the king. He can do that. And if oh, they abolish what's... trial by combat, then... he probably well, could have true, yeah. had had. Which you know... didn't the one king do it anyway? He said there will be no more trial by combats because yeah. he said that's not right. Mm. Well, and they wanted to Tommen. avoid. Tommen, Tommen did. did it because the sparrows took over and the sparrows looked down on the trial by combat oh, but still well, they never too. said okay it's back guys but also they wanted no more violence and right such so but cersei was queen after that so she could have my guess is john could have asked for trial by combat after they told him what his sentence was but john didn't want to do it yeah and also, i think it would have been denied anyways yeah and he was like so what does the night's watch do now like i think that what happened is john gets to the wall he realizes they quietly disbanded and these guys just, I mean, like, they stay there. They do all their stuff, but they can take wives now. Why can't they take wives? Why can't they do anything? There's no more threat to the North. In- well, they, they showed that. That's why they yeah. went. Right. I know. I'm just saying, the like, they, they alluded to it. But, like, I mean, like, they showed John going north of the wall. But yeah. there's no more threat. So, in my opinion, I, I personally think Bran was able to see that, know that the North... You know, that there was no threat to the North, there was no threat to the kingdoms, that once he got to the Wall, he would probably end up going further north with the Wildlings. I still agree with you that the reasoning, it it doesn't make sense that it's because, you know, the Unsullied wanted justice, because they could have faked that a thousand ways, so. Mm. It just, it just didn't, it didn't come off the right way to me. That was, that was, that was my beef this week. Brian, what's our beef this week? Our beef this week is what makes Bran have the greatest story to be named king? (laughs) So Tyrion's biggest thing when having to choose who should be named king Mm -hmm. is a good king needs a great story. Right. And of all the people, he chooses Bran that has a great story. Bran, who got pushed out of a window and is laying in a bed for, like, two seasons, gets dragged across the country, becomes a three-eyed raven, and is no longer Bran, claims to not be Bran, and that's it, becomes king. When John goes to Night's Watch, becomes the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch dies, comes back, becomes king of the north, and then gets told he's a Targaryen, so he has rightful heir to the throne, and then has to kill his lover aunt. (laughs) And then... For and then that's it. He still has a greater story than Bran. Not to mention, puts together it brings together all these people to fight off an army of the dead. Brings your sworn enemy of wildlings Literally, to fight yeah. the army of the dead. Saved. Holds off the army of the dead on the wall. How for how many times did this dude fight death and like prevail? Like in like season season six, he went to um, Hardholm, I think, or something. With all those other wildlings and, mm-hmm. like, saved how many... Li- I mean, yes, a lot of people died, but how many wildlings did he get to the wall? I agree. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying just John. Tyrion even had a better story. He could have named himself. Uh, Arya had a better story. Uh, Cersei Sansa. had a better story, even though she did. Jamie <laughs> had a better story, even though he did. Sansa, Brianna Tarth had somewhat of a better story. Bronn had a better story. Even everything that you mentioned for Bran, Tyrion didn't mention. Nobody knows any of that. Uh, the falling out the window stuff, his sisters yeah. knew that. Right. But I don't know if anyone else really had a strong idea of who the fuck he even was. Well, <laughs> Exactly. They're like, oh, Tyrion- I just thought this crippled kid was just sitting here the whole time. I don't know who he is. So they're taking Tyrion's word that he has a good story. And so, that he has these names that no one else has called him. Exactly. Bran the Broken. Where did we get this name? <laughs> Tyrion is improvising right. on the spot. <laughs> improvising. Uh, <laughs> also, Tyrion, but he did say in his speech about Bran the Broken and how he became, or why they think he's a good king, he did say he is the keeper of all of our past stories. That's why he was 
And yeah. that should have been reason enough. That's that's the three eyed yeah. raven version of him. But not I think that Bran now, who now wants so to be king. Okay, you're just gonna. The three eyed raven came about because I like the ending, so I'm gonna argue it. I like it. I know. You are ridiculously stupid. Like <laughs> that's fine. Damn. But Bran doesn't need to be the three eyed raven anymore because the threat that made the three eyed raven is gone. They don't need him. Okay, to do he th- doesn't need to be the three eyed raven. But then they're also listing that as a reason. His powers as a three-eyed raven as a reason for him to be king. So he either doesn't need to be the three-eyed raven anymore, or he does because it makes him a good king. He yeah. even said it at the end where they go, "Has anyone seen Drogon?" And he goes, "Oh, I'll see if I can find him." Yeah. I so he's still now. using that's, that power. That's warging, not being the three-eyed raven. That's but that's part of like it. A three-eyed raven. But there's people that can warg without being the three-eyed raven. That one wildling that was with John and Yefgredi or whatever the fucker name was, Egrid, Egrid. Right? Yef Greddy? <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. With well, Egrid was a warg. Egrid was the person that was with. He was. Okay, so it was John, Tormund, Egrid. Either way. The first they, warg we saw was, was not was Bran. not a it was somebody else. It was, wasn't a three eyed raven. So. It wasn't titled a three eyed raven, but it's still the same thing. Huh? Really? The three eyed raven well, eh, I don't know, because all the three eyed raven is is like a super powerful warg they're able to go back in time so yeah. right they so may not be levels but either way it's Bran has those it. powers yeah. and it's still part of him so if he's not the three-eyed raven and that's a reason for him to be king the three-eyed raven could have asked anyone to be the next three-eyed raven if that was the case he yeah. chose someone specifically because they could ward either way <laughs> everyone else had a better story than bran to be named king Our beef this week is also the fact that most of the endings that we got for the characters that we followed for eight seasons weren't final enough for the finale. So you have John, who is going to venture, uh, willingly leaves the free folk north to the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Leads him up there, and he will presumably become king north of the wall, taking that place. Whether he wants to or not, they look up to him, they will follow him. He's got to help him out somehow, because they also talked about how short of resources they were. Right. Uh, Sansa takes her place as queen of the north, and Arya begins an expedition to discover land beyond Westeros, land that we have not seen yet, and we don't even know exists. And that shit is way too interesting to not want to make us be okay with where we stopped. Right. Like that should have been the end of season eight. And then season nine, we pick up where all of this shit, <laughs> and especially Bran's reign is king. Like, how is that going to work out? How's Brienne going to handle being the, uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch or the Lord Commander? <laughs> the King's Guard. Yeah. Uh, fucking Braun. Master of Coin. Yeah. Well, and then they also had two missing chairs. Who are you going to name as the two other people? What, what were they missing? I don't, I don't even uh, know. The Lord of uh, Whispers oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, the Master of Whispers. Yeah. And yeah, the Master of War, I think. Then I guess if there is no wars anymore... Then they don't need that, be, and I would... Maybe that's well, what Brienne was with her duties, because... No, because they said we're still missing uh, these two, and they go, yeah. oh, we're looking at people right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to know who they choose. Yeah, and that's also not final. <laughs> right. Like, oh, we're still looking for these two positions. Like, it just... It really raised more questions than it gave us answers. That's fair. And for a show like this, I understand that there was no clean way to end it, but there was better ways to wrap up things than what they left us with. Use the old school text at like at the end. Well, like that person where made. it says like yeah. Arya ran off to and she found this and this. Yeah, <laughs> my somebody did do that set to like a John Hughes uh, theme. Yeah, and my favorite one was that Arya found land west of Westeros and she named it Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that one. Uh, like somebody called it the uh, Restoros because it's the rest of the land. Yeah. Sansa's made me sad. Also, I did hear somebody calling Arya flat earther, and I suppose you could also <laughs> take that into consideration. <laughs> she just comes into King's Landing on the other side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our beef. 
now let's talk about their beef. Now I'm wondering, you're probably wondering, I know you're <laughs> probably wondering what their beef is for a Game of Thrones episode. Their beef this week is the Game of Thrones cast versus the Game of Thrones fans. Mm. So the New York Post, which is a little tabloidy, so take what they say with a grain of salt. Salt. Uh, Kit Harrington told Thrones haters to go fuck themselves. <laughs> if he did, I'm okay with it. <laughs> now. He did actually say it because he told Esquire this, but apparently he was also talking about um, uh, critics mostly. Yeah. But also, uh, Sophie Turner came out and said that people need to get over it and basically go on with their lives, mostly in response to the petitioners of the end of the season. So... That in mind. Question number one. Who wins this beef logically? The cast. I just think that the petitioners are those super, super nerds. Or those people that don't pay attention to the show. And they're like, this isn't how I wanted it to go. Why is it doing this? This is stupid. Somebody should stop this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Petitioners. And I'm only saying that because you had two years. Two years to fix this. Two years to make a better story. And a one, get rid of a Starbucks cup and a water bottle <laughs> and bring back Jamie's hand when he's that hugging. That fake. And all of that. You had two years. And we watched from... We write your paychecks, bud. <laughs> Two years. I, mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Two years. We made you guys. Two years to make this right. And you guys had to have watched this and be like, oh, yeah, this does seem kind of rushed. And it feels like we kind of fucked up this whole story for you guys. I apologize. Petitioners, I feel. <laughs> All right. Jane, you are the deciding vote. I don't like that. Um I'm going to have to go with the petitioners, too, just for to reiterate a couple of the points that Brian made and and. I get what they're saying. We're not going to get this this series remade. I'm not expecting that. Mm -hmm. But Brian has a point that you had two years. And really, the fact that the the whole cast is is defending this mm -hmm. it, it bothers me. Because you can't actually look at the stories that you, you've done up to this point and feel like this hits the same For mark. For 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, I realize you have to probably defend yourselves and you, you, you know, you don't want to give in. You, you're done with the show. You're moving on with your lives. And you don't want to re-record or redo anything. I get that. Right, right. But there's nothing wrong with little, like, respectful dissent for what happened on the show. You're not going to lose your role. You're already mm. done. Mm. So. Well, I, some of the, some of the cast members did. So, like, Amelia Clark, they asked her at a, like, on a red carpet event where they were like, what do you think about this season? And then she just kind of looked at the interviewer and then started laughing. And she was like, she just shook her head, was like, I'm not going to talk about it. So she didn't like it. I See, I don't know but, if that's true, because I think they tried to get spoilers, spoilers out, of out of people. And that's why she was laughing. Maybe. I think yeah. she was just like, I'm not talking about it. That's what she it. usually does when they say, give us something. She'll just laugh and shake her head. And, and I, I agree with you both, too. Um, and the main reason that I'm going with the cast as well is because a lot of them are so very attached to their characters and they're taking it as a personal fit. And I think that what they failed to realize is it's not a hit on their acting. It's not a hit on their, their skill set. It's the writing. And that's also why I'm kind of backing the cast because I feel like they were like, they felt offended because they're like, hey, I put my all into this for 10 years and you can't appreciate the fact that I gave up my entire life for this. And Yeah, but if you put your all into that for 10 years... And you I, should also look at that and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're kind of turning my character to a weird way. Also, I any mean, you, act, built, yeah. you built all of these stories like what? So you're a Targaryen and we just go, fuck that. No one cares about you. And then, <laughs> I just like all these things. And it's just also mm -hmm. any actor who uses I put my all into this as an excuse for like well, shitty. None of them have said that. Yeah. Just poor you all your riches. Right. And, you know, and. 
I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like there are, like, some of the petitioners, the majority of them are discounting the entire series now because of one bad season. No, oh, I no. love no, the I series that, up I know to this that point. We're not, I know that we're not. I'm, I'm, there's someone that will remain nameless. <laughs> remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak. I've only had two drinks tonight. <laughs> we're renaming them nameless. <laughs> so, to wrap up this point, because... Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, that have said, you know what? I can't even go back and watch it because the season was so bad. The the series the whole series is great, but yes, that final this whole final season most most episodes minus one maybe two or two almost taint the whole thing. Okay, so round one, Game of Thrones fans take it. Round two, now this one's going to be tricky, and I have no parameters <laughs> on how. Say, come on. This can work, so I will let you three decide amongst yourselves who wins between the Game of Thrones <laughs> cast and the fans physically. Now, I don't know if you want to take the cast as a whole and then select the biggest dissenters of fans, the same number, and then they fight it out. Just like a big street fight? Sure. No, I'm I'm all the fans against <laughs> the few cast. That's where I'm going. I'm just picturing the people. Honestly, I don't think that changes my answer <laughs> no. if I could give an answer. I think I'm just picturing all of those people you see at Comic-Cons in like the wolf shirts with their jorts that their mom obviously cut and their katanas over their head just screaming as they're running at the cast. Or even just like 30 Jon Snow cosplayers uh-huh. up against the actual Jon Snow. It's like actual, the demographic of it is ridiculous. You have guys as tall as Frankie, which is 6'8", to as short as 5'1", and as different body types as they come, all dressed as Jon Snow or Cal Drogo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so anyways, <laughs> I'm going to go with the fans. I'll probably say fans. There's a lot of them compared to the cast, no matter what. Yeah, you got to go with fans on sheer numbers and, I mean, level of angst. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of anger behind this season. <laughs> that is true. Your jewel pod's not going to save you, Sophie. <laughs> She's not the only one. Kit does it, too. So, fans take round two as well, which means they technically win the whole thing at this point. But, for funsies, we'll do round three anyways. Uh, who do you back? The cast. In the whole thing. The cast. The fans. Uh, are we talking the fans as just fans who are upset? Or are we talking the fans who are writing petitions and want the... Oh, I'm just talking fans that are upset. I, I mean, was going off petitions. Which is also people that have wrote the petition, so they're kind of... Well, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I back the fans. What I do not back is the idea of, uh, of this, oh. this series being rewritten. I, so don't, I don't back that part either. I back the fans for being upset by this season. I agree. I'm also upset by this season. However, I don't think that we're ever going to petition enough to get it rewritten. And even if we could, why would we? Because we don't even know if that ending would even be better. So, Like I said... When we started this, I believe that the cats is mostly responding to the extremists of the petitioners and that such. Mm-hmm. So that is who I believe the cast is going off on and not the fan base as a whole, because I believe that they appreciate their fans and the people that watch the show. But I think they're mostly responding to the extremists. If we're talking to the extremists, the extremist petitioners, I'm going to back the cast because I don't agree with that scenario whatsoever. Yeah, if that's the case, then the cast, because, yeah, we're not going to rewrite that. Does that change any previous votes? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So, there we go. Uh, hey, Game of Thrones fans, Got Beef Podcast backs you in your search of rewriting an entire series and changing a story that you followed for ten years and We've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, Do you remember when we backed Chris Brown? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not the worst person we've backed on this podcast. <laughs> not the first time. It will not be the last. <laughs> In what is hopefully a long tenure of the podcast. So, we're on our final segment already. In this bonus Game of Thrones episode. And really, the only one that I thought would really fit would be Questionable Beef. 
And so the questionable beef for this week is what beef food item or entree would you compare to each of the following Game of Thrones characters? Arya Stark, Jon Snow, Tyrion Lannister, and Daenerys Targaryen. Brian, Mm -hmm. you are up first. What are your picks for these four characters? Okay, so Arya Stark. I did a beefy five-layer burrito. (laughs) (laughs) And why? Because there's so many layers to that character. It's great. Probably the best out of the bunch. Of all burritos? Of all fast food burritos. How Uh, many uh, are there? Lots. uh, I mean, you... Breakfast burritos. Jack in the Box has burritos. Either way. Okay. Beefy (laughs) five-layer burrito for an Arya Stark. Um... Those are the my verse on John Snow. I gave bologna. Bologna <laughs> is bologna beef. Yes, it oh, is okay. part cured beef and part sausage. You googled this, didn't you? Yes, I did because okay. I had to make sure myself. I was like, is bologna beef? <laughs> yeah, so you got to think. Part Stark, part Targaryen. Okay. So there's that. I see. People build up bologna like crazy, just like we build up his story. Uh-huh. Just for it to not be satisfying whatsoever. <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> like this finale. Baloney. <laughs> Baloney. Um, so Tyrion? Tyrion, I gave sliders. <laughs> One, because he's small, but you know what? Still very good. <laughs> and then Daenerys. <laughs> I gave an Outback Steak. Outback the restaurant steak. Okay. You get it knowing that that seasoning's still going to mess you up a little bit and it's not going to be good for you, but you still eat it because it's good. (laughs) But then it still messes you up in the end. (laughs) And you still get mad about it. And you still get mad about it. Those are mine. All right. Mo. This is going to be real interesting because my phone died. Uh, Well, I hope you have a good memory. Sort of. So for Tyrion... Okay. I made him baby back ribs. Okay. Because he's tiny. I think that's going to be a theme. Yep. Probably. And also, depending on what sauce you put on ribs, you can put regular barbecue or you can put like tangy or barbecue with a kick. Tyrion's got a little bit of a, he packs a punch, in my opinion. Like words. I was going to say, I've words. never seen him really punch. No, okay. I've seen him slap. <laughs> I have. Um, so for John, I put beef jerky. Okay. Um, not gonna lie, mainly because I couldn't think of one. Oh. But also, because you buy it at the gas station when you're hungry, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. You're like, you know what? This is gonna be good. And then you bite into it, and you're just chewing on it forever, and then it's just unsatisfying. Okay. Like the build what of his character. weird car- journey. Like the build of his character. All right. So, Aria. Aria. I made her, I made her, I don't remember. Okay. So Daenerys, we'll talk about her while I think on Arya. I made her barbacoa from Chipotle. Okay. Because it's good. It sounds foreign. But you'll be sitting on your iron throne (laughs) at home, on your porcelain throne at home. You said it. Just so you can make that joke, can you? No. What are you talking that's, about? I know that's what you fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Arya, I think that I just made her like the classic hamburger. Because okay. there are many variations you could put into it. And no matter how you make the burger, it's still going to be good. So kind of like her faces. Okay. I think that's what I did. Okay. Not 100% certain, but... It was a good off-the-cuff, if not. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how you make that burger, it's still going to turn out pretty damn good. Yeah, we we got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. We're there. You did good. <laughs> Porcelain throne. <laughs> Jane! <laughs> Don't you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, um, I, I have them listed as you sent them to us, so I'm just going to start that way. That so, works. I have Aria, and my Aria, I have some weird... Dishes just to like preface this. Okay. Aria is beef Wellington. Beef That's fair. Wellington. And so if she you classy. don't, well, she is, 
I don't know if I'd call her classy. She no. very much claims not to be a lady, but yeah. Beef Wellington is like. Did beef you watch that's the show at all? Wrapped in a like puff most of the petitioners know. Mm. Um, so to me, that was something like you covering know, her face. Well, you know, it's covered. You don't know quite what's on the inside, and I think that's twofold for Arya with her ability to change faces, but also with you know, the especially walls around her heart. Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking in the last episode here, and you know. She kind of has a change of heart. She's supposed to go kill Cersei, and that's what she's doing. And, and you mm-hmm. know, she's told by the Hound, like, don't do this. Don't become me, you know. And so there's layers there. And, you know, the little bit of that, like, melted away. And you got to see her, you know, warm center. Well, and her yeah, with Gendry as well. <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know. I think that was a little bit more like. Uh, he's got He got to see her warm center. He got to feel her warm center. Also, Team Genria forever Genria. i like it cool john <laughs> team got you, you know <laughs> with that hot brown <laughs> that, that shit was everywhere <laughs> that's what the outback state gives you the hot brown no. um, that's what the mountain had <laughs> oh <laughs> i am choosing not to crap on john snow right now and i don't feel like you guys crapped on him so much but but his his storyline yeah i'm not I'm not taking a shot at John for that because John's my favorite character of the whole series. That's fair. So John still is mine, but still a story sucked towards the end. <laughs> John to me is is beef stew, and so like beef stew is like that comfort food. Mm-hmm. It's warm. It's comforting. It's yummy. It's you know it's a standby. It helps you if you if you feel sick or if, something. Yeah, if you're not it's feeling like great. Yeah, it's like John's like he's soft and and warm and. Still kind of manly, like beef stew is kind of a manly food, you know, it's a hearty food, so that's why John is beef stew. Beef stew will throw you on the couch when when you get home. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I've never had that kind of beef stew. You haven't had the right kind of beef stew. Um, I am going with Tyrion. I'm, I'm, I'm making a a small joke also. I mean, I mean, we had to. I went with a little smoky. (laughs) Oh, no. kind of helped her with that one. <laughs> Don't talk about his pee-pee like that. Uh, no, apparently his pee-pee is not a little smoky. I, I don't know say, if you that remember shit, that. He said, guess again. That shit swings to his knees. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not that impressive, <laughs> given his stature. <laughs> Listen. But it's still good. It fools the women because they see how small he is, and then they see it, and they're like, oh shit, that dude got a tiggle bick. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't no. work. Diggle Bick. Yeah. Dick doesn't start with a T. It'd be tea. Lick. I know. It'd be, a, it'd be, it'd be dig old, old Lick. Lick. Wait. Lick? <laughs> dig old Bick. Yeah, dig old Not Bick. Not Lick. Where's Lick? Where's the L? Man. I don't know. I was going with Little for some reason. <laughs> start, start talking about Dick. She's like, Lick? <laughs> anyway. His mouth is salivating. He's... <laughs> He's a little smoky, because obviously he tiny. A little around that dragon fire. (laughs) Yeah. He tiny, but also, you know, if you cook him in some barbecue sauce, he's pretty delicious. Now we're cooking the man? (laughs) We love you, Peter Dinklage. Please do not take offense to this. We love you so much. Um, Daenerys. I'm going to, people are going to hate me for this. I don't like Daenerys. I never really liked Daenerys. So... I will admit from the beginning, I was like, yeah, strong women and, and all that. So for me, Daenerys is um, Beef Stroganoff because Beef Stroganoff to me always looks delicious on the outside. Like, yeah, she looks delicious on the outside. <laughs> it's creamy and, and salty mm. and um, oh, it, God, I hope she's it not salty. looks warm and comforting, but it just ends up being disappointing and gross. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. I also agree with you. One of the very few characters that I really liked in the beginning and slowly started hating. It's almost like you could tell that she was going to make a turn at some point. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could see that. <sighs> Too late to get into it, but I really hate that that happened. That she turned or people didn't realize she that turned? That we... That it literally we'll, was we'll, so we'll on the cover. Head, we'll yeah. have honorable mentions after this. All right. My selections for the questionable beef... Beef food entree for characters. Arya Stark. I went with a Kobe beef burger. Oh. Mm. Because it's better than everyone else, but doesn't make a big deal about it. And it pops up unexpectedly on menus. True. Mm. You True. walk into a restaurant and you're like, holy shit, they have a Kobe beef burger. This place is good. <laughs> good, True. terrible. Trudeau. 
Uh, John Snow. I went with Prime Rib. Mm-hmm. Mm, he uh, got that warm pink center. I said I have he's a warm a, pink center for him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> said he's a big hunk of meat and very rare. Ooh, good yeah. point. Good point. Uh, Tyrion Lannister. Uh, again, unavoidable. I went with a filet mignon. <laughs> a petite filet mignon. I said mignon. that uh, he is small, rich, and pairs well with a wine. He's much better at this than the rest of us. Well, he had more time. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) I did spring this on them today. So he said it to us at like eight thirty this morning and was like, "Hey guys, have this ready." Uh, And Daenerys Targaryen, I went with a Philly (laughs) cheesesteak. Sounds good, looks good, but winds up being messy and falling apart in the end. (laughs) But still good. So those are our picks. Uh, we don't want you guys to vote on them. That's <laughs> there's no voting. <laughs> there's no voting in this one. That was we just all win. for your own thing. Uh, so final thoughts on you can talk about the finale itself. You can talk about all of season eight. Uh, you can talk about the show in general. Any last minute thoughts, Brian? What you first? I thought the finale was hot garbage. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, Bran should not have been named king. I feel the perfect way to end that is everyone had a chance to name a king. They all could have named John and got him out of prison and mm-hmm. saved his life. So he didn't have to go back to Night's Watch. Or quote unquote Night's Watch because there is no Night's Watch. I don't know. Yeah. But that's it. Okay. Mo? The series as a whole, probably my favorite series I've ever watched. Um, I enjoyed the way John's story ended. I like that he's king beyond the wall. You don't he, know that. He, uh, we don't know. He will be. In my opinion, he is king beyond the wall. I like that he got to pet ghost. <laughs> that shot of Danny walking out the st- down the steps with Drogon's wings expanding behind her was probably that the was best shot. shot of the entire series, in my opinion. A lot of great shots in the season. Yes. La- lot of, that's one great takeaway yeah, from that, of, is the of visuals of it yeah. were beautiful. True. Right, exactly. And I really... I was heartbroken when I found out that dragons had feelings that made me cry. When Drogon was nudging his mom, I bawled like a baby. And Jane looked at me and said, get over it. (laughs) Because the ending was hot garbage, as Brian said. And there was no point in crying because it was all bullshit. I know. I just, I was attached. And I shouldn't have been attached because I didn't really like her character. But I was still attached. Just like I started crying when I thought Drogon was going to burn Jon. Jane, final thoughts. Uh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> Boil them down to yeah. A few to hot summarize, <laughs> I do not like Bran as the king either. That to me came out of nowhere, and I feel like it was almost only done to surprise people. Like mm-hmm. it, there was no it other was an reason. obvious surprise. It it was a very obvious surprise because everybody was like, "Well, no, it makes." I mean, not obvious as everybody saw it coming, but obvious that obviously that they were trying to, to surprise, surprise us. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, it's like it was a good joke. Well, <laughs> when they started, Isaac, they, who's the cripple kid? Right. Let's move it over here. <laughs> the, the, actor, the actor literally read the script, Isaac, and goes, "No, this isn't. This is a joke. Stop playing with me." Like he exactly. thought it was a joke that Bran. When Tyrion was getting to the end of his monologue about who he thought was going to be king, my hands went up to my mouth and I started smiling, and then they panned Bran, and I just nearly. Literally rolled on the floor laughing. <laughs> he did. Because I was like, this is the wildest bullshit they could have pulled. It was hysterical <laughs> laughter. And not hysterical as in it was really funny. Hysterical as in if he had gone a little nuts. Well, like, like Joker. I can't believe yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, they're doing it. <laughs> they're really doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just can't get behind that whatsoever. I can get behind a little bit some of the other characters' endings. I like that Arya... Um, is is going out adventuring. I didn't see her as being stuck in a throne somewhere, you know, being, you mm-hmm. know, somebody's lady. Um, I think that's great. I still don't know how I feel about Sansa as, as Queen of the North. Like, Sansa's character development to me is a little bit weird. I, I don't know that what she went through necessarily makes her a good leader. Like, she went through some really traumatizing shit, but I don't know that that really makes you a great leader. But right. even yeah. after that, her character development slowed down so yeah. much to just scowling at people. 
Yeah. That's what I felt like she turned into. Scowling at people and not trusting people right. and being very pessimistic about, you know, life. What's I don't know. To me, John being the king of the North would have made more sense. I understand there was some tension there, but I think they could have ended up working together. I don't hate John being king north of the wall. I mean, Tormund even said himself, like, you're a northerner, you're a real northerner, you belong in the north, and, mm-hmm. and you know. And the north of Tormund is beyond the wall. Right. So... I really just have some problems with the way that Daenerys was taken down. I have problems with the fact that Daenerys did make that switch. Like, in my mind, we had been harping so long on how Targaryens go crazy and her her dad was the Mad King. And I thought that we were really going to get an end to that where she surprised us, where she did something self-sacrificing. She maybe still died, but she... She, she did it in a self-sacrificing way. She, yeah, she broke out of that crazy Targaryen, you know, mold. Mm-hmm. So. She thought that her coin landed the other way. Yeah. So, sum up, there are good parts, but it could have been a hundred times better. Another thing I didn't like was you had all of these character parts... Like, example, John finding out he's a Targaryen and mm-hmm. you did nothing about it. Yeah. Uh, what You built this whole story of Cersei being pregnant again and you did nothing about it. A lot of loose ends. A lot of, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. A lot of you're loose on, ends. You're on Greyjoy, too. I mean, I feel like, why did he hate Jamie so much? Other than the fact right, what's that, up that, that he was having sex with Cersei. Him and Cersei had no agreements to be married. Cersei obviously didn't want to be married to him. Well, no, but he wanted to marry her. But yeah. still, and Jamie was the biggest obstacle. I don't right. think that getting. Jamie was the obstacle. But to Euron, to Euron, to Euron he might have been. Yeah. But you're, you still banged her anyway, so why are you stabbing Jamie for all you know? That's your kid. Why are you stabbing Jamie? Right. It's all done. It was over at that point. And I just, I don't know. I just, I thought that Euron's whole storyline was kind of pointless. Like It was rushed. Because they, they brought it in with Yara. And, like, when when that, we thought that they were going to put a little bit more time into the Ironborn, when Yara and Theon were like, oh, Yara deserves the, th- deserves the salt throne. And then Euron's like, nah, dog, I'm here. And then never went back to the Iron Islands after that. Literally the mm-hmm. only point of Euron was to give Cersei a fleet. Like, that was the that whole was, point yeah. of his And his Yara could have done yeah. that. But yes, a lot of loose ends was one of my biggest things, too. So my biggest thing, um, to really just kind of summarize all of my thoughts and the one thing was that this was not, this should not have been six episodes. This eighth season should not have been the final. It should not have been six episodes. I think that everything that they introduced in season eight was great. Mm Mm-hmm. It, they were great plot points, and I think that they would have really paid off with a couple seasons worth of development and see how they played out, but just not fulfilling enough for six episodes. That's fair. And especially when it ends without you seeing the fruit that gets bared from planting those seeds. Right. Um, and back to what I said my beef was, which was that it just didn't feel like endings for these characters. Mm-hmm. I... And even some of the things, I don't think they planted enough evidence to pay off the things that they did. Like, if they had just done a couple of things with Bran throughout the series and been like, hey, he could be king one day, then it would have felt totally fine. They would have named me king. You'd be like, oh, yeah. He did those there, things. There's that thing. It makes total sense. Right. Yeah. And like we were talking about with Sansa being queen of the north, I think it's fine. But... Yeah, I wish we would have seen her have a role where she did lead mm-hmm. or something that proves that, yeah, she is a great leader. She just hasn't gotten her opportunity yet. Right. Or at least have enough seasons after this to where we see how her leadership pans out in the end. I think if they just would have done 10 seasons. Yeah. And even a cool 10 seasons, I think they would have done really well. Because they could have done what they did this season, mm-hmm. the whole build up to the the fight scene in King's Landing, and then season uh, nine could have been like Cersei's downfall and like the people turning on Cersei and Queen Daenerys ruling for a little while at least. Cersei needed to die this season. That I fully agree with because okay. you've had enough of that. Her stories pretty much kind of come to whatever end it's going to come to. Right. What the fuck else could you do with her? And then you can see how That's fair. leadership goes. And with Arya, her ending is not bad, 
But we don't know what she is without revenge and seeking retribution. Because that's all we've seen since season one. So I guess it makes sense that she would want to explore? I guess? (laughs) Like, there there was nothing along the way that hinted that she was like, I want to go find new lands and stuff. You're like... Okay. Some somewhere at another point in the show, what's west of Westeros had been mentioned. I don't know if it. W- I don't remember if it was with Arya, but that was brought up at another point previous to this. But you're right. There's no. There was no lead up to. No. Arya's the one who's going to find out. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of characters too that went away, and you're kind of wondering what happened. Like what happened to Brienne? Oh well, we know. Never mind. Uh, I was like, what? Uh, we know that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm my. I had about, a brain fart. I'm talking about the girl who dragged. Bran everywhere. Yeah, she Mara. never pops up. Mara. What mm-hmm. happened to her? What happened with the um Dorn? Is it Dorn? Yeah. The lady who had the three daughters and the one got poisoned and she was just in prison? Oh, she, they starved her, so she's dead. I mean, we don't know we that. We assume though. that. What happened to her? Yeah. And there's just a lot of characters, and I'm like, whatever happened to you? Well, and even with Yara, too, at the end, like, she, she showed up out of nowhere. Well, she showed up, and then she was still so loyal to Danny. I was like, I guess that makes sense. Right. right. I- <laughs> oh, and what happened to Jesus? I got no answer out of that guy. Jacar Noir. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just like, okay, yeah. bye, Arya. See I really that thought that he would, that? he would pursue her, like, yeah. back into, like, King's Landing and Winterfell yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, just we needed more time. And I've heard rumors that they were offered to have as many seasons as they needed to wrap it up, but they declined and was like, yeah, we can do it in six episodes. It's fine. Yeah, rush it. Yeah. Look what you got. <laughs> and and you didn't. Even and if we got a had... water bottle and a Starbucks cup. Yeah. Good job. Even if we could have had a 10 episode final season, I think it still would have been substantially better than six episodes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, that's the end of the last segment. Um, I guess that's all we have for this week. I, I really don't know what else we could possibly cover. Frank, end the pod. End the pod? 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 End pod? End pod? End pod? End pod?